Welcome to Mihinte on Air on 100.5 and 790 News Radio WSGW and online WSGW.com. Now, here is your host, Larry Rodarte. Good evening, Mihinte. Good evening. Week after week, we talk Latino culture, concerns, and contributions. Michigan has a thriving Latino population filled with passion and so many who are immigrants or descendants of immigrants who have contributed immensely to make our state great. Last week, I received news that a young shining light within our midst, within our corporate business community, lost a short battle with leukemia, and it sent shockwaves around the nation. Her name was Monica Martinez. Monica held a unique position within our community because she was all business as a senior vice president of national community relations for Comerica Bank. And while cultivating friends and business partners eloquently and with style, I can't say that enough, she was like a shining light with an alluring mystery, an asset to any cultural one-on-one or business event. And she wore that Latina title, title proudly. She just like her name, always Monica, not Monica. There could be 500 people in a room, and if you had Monica's ear, she had a way of drowning out everyone else and intently listening to you with her eyes and ears, qualities that easily helped her achieve success within the company she worked for. She had a 10-year tenure with Ford Motor Company and then pursued an opportunity with Co-America Bank as Vice President of Diversity and National Hispanic Business Development. She assisted and made things happen in the corporate world and especially in Southwest Detroit. A deep passion for our community is what Monica had. And so today we honor a pretty amazing woman on Mi Gente on Air. And I have invited several guests who knew and know what an incredible loss we all share. First, I have Ms. Jane Garcia, who is a community activist for over 45 years and chairman of the board for Latin Americans for Social and Economic Development, La SED. And Jane is also founder of Corporate Responsibility Through Advocacy. We have some heavy hitters today. Welcome, Jane Garcia, to Mi Gente On Air. Oh, when I started this, Larry, and, and everyone who's joining us today, with a heavy heart, I talk about Monica, who was a very special human being who always gave back to everybody. I mean, she just, no matter what it was, she always found time, you know, whether it was her deals in Texas or her friends in Washington, she always gave back. She always found that extra time. She was a very unique human being. I loved her dearly. I knew her since the day she was born. She was born on October 31st, Halloween, in 1971, and She always celebrated her birthday, and it was really funny because I would always send her something that had a little sing to it for Halloween. Uh, She was very unique. Uh, She made friends uh, very easily, and she was really your friend. Uh, There was a little misty to her, but that's okay because that's the way she was. Uh, uh, She had, to me, I think that that extra time she spent with everybody you know, whether she went to a wedding, whether she went to a baptismal, whether she went to a gathering or, or a celebration of Miss Rita, uh, you know, the ones that owned the Roman village. Everything was very unique in how she did it and how she found the time 
And I know she worked late. I used to la regañaba sometimes, and I would tell her, you know, Monica, you got to find time for Monica. Eh? You yeah, know, yeah. I, I used to always tell her that. And being an only child uh, and being raised by her loving abuelita, uh, and she was very loving to, to uh, Monica. Monica didn't even speak English until she went to school. Uh, and that's why her Spanish was very, very perfect, because uh, the lady spoke no English. She was mm-hmm. from the neighborhood, and she... She used to walk her to school and pick her up. She was always waiting for Monica, but que nunca estaba solita. You know, it's just, it was a very unique, uh, loving relationship. And I know that all her tíos, they were her more father figures to all her tíos. Um, and, you know, even two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when I last talked to her, she was talking about making sure that somebody checked in on her tío Fernando because he had just had a stroke. That's who she was. I mean, yeah. and she was already sick. Uh, Larry, she was already in intensive care, and she didn't care. You know, she was worried about her deal. So that's who she was, you know, and her mentees meant so much to her. I remember she would make sure that dresses that she would not wear more than twice, once, maybe three times, and they had to be five years apart, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but I remember that. I remember that she would make sure her mentees had special dresses for special Yes, and you know the so thing much. is, so so many so many times we've seen Monica out in the community, and she had these elaborate dresses, and she had her hair just right, and she, you know, she was really a, a perfectionist, and you know that was a good quality. Yes, was. That was a very good quality for her because you know she represented us, she represented the community at large, whether she knew it or not. She was out there and she was representing us and she was that shining light that, you know, if she walked into a room, you know, everybody turned their heads and she made things happen. Wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that her mentees can tell you uh, when you talk to them that they are everywhere they are today because Monica took so much time with them. You know, yes. it was like they were her children. They were her children, you know, and, and there was only one that... <laughs> You know, there was only one that didn't finish up all her school, but that she told me she's going to finish because that was the, the you know, that's what she instilled in them. You know, if they were going to go far in, in corporate America or whatever job they were going to take, they had to work harder than everybody else because they expected so much more from our community than others. I mean, she was very she was very keen about that, whether she worked at Ford and she stayed till seven or 10 o'clock at night or she worked at Comerica and stayed till midnight. You know, she was that way. It was that perfectionist yes. that she couldn't let go of, you know, yes. and that, that was instilled in her. I yeah. think that was instilled in her when she was a child. So she didn't let go of that. Yes. Yes. You know, I, I'm si- I think I, the most important thing. The most important thing there is that she always said you turn around. Because I always used to tell her that. I used to say, Mijita, when you get there, you got to turn around and help somebody else. And she would say the same thing to her mentees. When you turn around and you're there, you help somebody else. I think that is just beautiful what she taught them. Yes, yes. You know, as I'm sitting here, I, I still can't believe the news. But I know, you know, as we are coming out of the woodwork from this pandemic, and events start happening again, I will so miss Monica's presence, like at Fiesta Tigres. She was so instrumental in the initial meetings that put that were put forth for the event to honor Latino baseball players every year at Comerica Park, you know, or even at the Michigan Hispanic Chamber's Fiesta Hispana Holiday Party. And, you know, I know, I know uh, my next guest, Belda Garza, she's the president of Mana de Detroit, 
a nonprofit that empowers Latina women and creates a better quality of life for Latinos throughout education and leadership. And Belda was also a former state representative. And I want to welcome Belda to the program as well because she was a sister, a mana, uh, short for hermana in Spanish, meaning, you know, sister. Belda was a sister to Monica. Belda, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you so much for inviting me. And it, it is a very sad day for all of us, you know, not only in, in Michigan, but in Texas and California and in Washington, because Monica was just loved everywhere. Yes. You know, I, I have known um, Monica's family for well over 50 years. I used to go out with the, one of her uncles when I was a young girl. And uh, I, I just had so much respect for Monica. Monica was a go-getter, had uh, a work ethic like nobody. It was unbelievable. Many times working till 12, or four, or 12 to 14 hours a day. Uh, we all knew that if we called uh, Monica at 10 or 11 o'clock, she would still be at work. And like Jane says, we would regañarla, say, Monica, you got to go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel very honored to have had the opportunity to work with uh, with her. Uh, she was a great supporter of MANA, the Metro Detroit, uh, with our Hermanitas program and with our scholarship program. Thanks to Monica, you know, we were able to secure funds for our scholarship for many, many, many years. Uh, and uh, when she worked with our Hermanitas program, uh, the girls just kind of, you know, just thought she was so glamorous. And, you know, they, they just thought she was a rock star. And she was. She, mm-hmm. was, she was a rock star. She was in her own right, uh, yes. And, and she received yes. the MANA Award in 2013, correct? Yes, she did. She, she received the Adelita Award, and we were very honored to present that to her. Uh, she made a great difference in, in all the lives that she had touched. We will miss her so much. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know to... Belda, you mentioned something there that uh, I want to I clarify. Um, Monica, she uh, represented at Comerica Bank not only in Michigan, but she did a stint where she moved down to Texas um, in Dallas, and she was the um, the vice president of development for Hispanic businesses, which took her to California, New Jersey, Arizona. She was really uh, impacted those communities as well, not just Michigan, until um, she actually returned to Michigan maybe uh, five years ago. But she really had an impact nationally, wouldn't you say? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. She really did. Um, and that she, like I said, she will be missed in those communities. She will definitely be missed in in Michigan, in uh, Detroit, and Southwest Detroit, where she grew up at. But uh, we're we're all praying uh, for her and uh, praying for her family, uh, her uncles, and uh, just want to thank Jane Garcia, who was so supportive of Monica. Jane was like a second mother to uh, Monica. Well, she if you would talk to Monica, she would say she was her mother. So, um, you know, I know that uh, Jane has taken it very hard, and I'm praying for Jane and praying for all of us because we're all super devastated on what has happened. Yes, yes. And, and Monica was really known for privacy, especially, you know, her private life. And so, you know, it's it's not as surprising as some would think, um, you know, because she did get ill. It was a short illness, but, um, you know, she didn't share that with very many people. And that's very typical. That's very typical of, of Monica, but that's how she was. You know, she didn't want to worry others. She didn't 
want to uh, upset anyone. And she was always looking out for others and how she could help them. You know, I remember receiving a card uh, that in the inside it said, you know, let me know if I can help. And she crossed out the if and she put how. You know, and so it was really something um, when I was touched when I received that for her. And I have that on my desk as a reminder all these years. I mean, I received that card probably like six, seven years ago. Yet um, <laughs> I still have it on my desk as a reminder because, you know, Monica really was uh, a mentor to me as well. You know, she was younger than me. She had a lot of uh, female mentees, but she was my mentor, too. And I went to her for several uh, things in my life that, you know, I needed advice on. And, and she just, you know, she was that, that stellar voice that was so strong in my life all these years. So, you know, I, I'm going to miss her so much. And I know we all are. And that grace that she had that, you know, rep- like I said, represented our community is, is going to be missed very much so. Mm-hmm. I My next guest uh, is Miss Lidia Guiteres, and she is the president of Hacienda Mexican Foods out of Southwest Detroit. You can get her chips, her tortilla chips, uh, at the Met- uh, Meyer stores around the state of Michigan. And I'm really excited that she's here with us because I know that Lidia was a good friend of Monica as well. And, you know, sometimes when I think about uh, the women of Southwest Detroit, you know, those that come to the forefront are these strong entrepreneurs uh, like Monica and Lidia, Jane, Belda, all of you. You know, you're just amazing. You have been amazing impacts on my life as well and, and with Mi Gente Magazine through the years. So I want to welcome Lidia Gutierrez. How are you, Lidia? I'm um, sad. You know, to say the least, I'm listening to the radio station and it's just so hard. It's incredibly hard to talk about somebody that I cared so much about who um, was not just a friend, but a true sister. And um, so it's really difficult to say goodbye to a sister. You know, losing a sister is not easy. And, um, And I say that with tremendous love and respect. I know that she's somebody who um, is irreplaceable. Um, you know, she was impeccable, glamorous, um, and, and as you mentioned, Larry, she was just admired really everywhere she went. She was um, complex and she was layered and uh, extremely guarded. And especially at the end, you know, um, when she knew that you know, she was going through, um, you know, these stages of, of illness. You know, she um, didn't want anybody to uh, really worry. And I think that um, that's, that's why she, um, you know, th- it's such a shock to everybody because we just didn't know, you yeah. know. And, um, and she was, you know, very private um, about her personal life. Um, I know that Oftentimes when we got together, it was so great because, um, you know, we kind of stepped, uh, stepped away from all of the, um, the community and all of the things that we, that, that were on our, um, on our plate. And, you know, just to, just to have some conversation and just to talk as friends. And it was just, um, just really wonderful. You know, she, that in all the times that we've gotten together and, and had these intimate dinners, just her and I, um, not only did we laugh, but I can tell you that in all the years that I've known her, 20 plus years, um, she never gossiped about anybody, you know, which is really telling about 
who a person is and how they carry themselves. And, um, you know, she made me better. And that's what I'm going to miss. Yeah. That's one, of the, that's one of the things that she did um, to ignite, not just myself as, as a female, you know, because sometimes, you know, we're at the top. And, um, and, and it's difficult sometimes for people to understand, you know, our commitments or the things that, you know, we have on our plate. And I um, want to thank your uh, two previous guests, uh, Belda, who is just, um, you know, just such a wonderful, strong woman who has given and continues to give so much of herself. And, and then to Jane Garcia, who also is um, like a mother to me. Uh, what a great friend and, and just wonderful people. But, you know, when you get to a certain point in your life or a certain status, it's difficult sometimes. People don't, don't understand that you can't make every commitment. You can't make every birthday party or, or graduation party. Um, and these women understand that. And it's really great to be able to, to be in that uh, forum, you yeah. know, to be able to have these intimate conversations. And I am going to tell you, I... I am at just a tremendous loss. Yes, yes, and and that's what we're all feeling, and that's why I thought it was so important today to uh, dedicate this show, Mi Gente On Air, to Monica Martinez, who was so instrumental uh, in our community on a not only on a statewide level but on a national level, and uh, I, I want to keep Larry, saying that. You know- Go ahead, Jane. Larry, it's so important to it when we talk about the national. She was in charge of the national programs, but even when she was at Ford, she dealt a lot with the congressional people. That's why they knew her, and she worked so hard. But she also created a great image of the Frida Awards that the, the two ladies that are there, including myself, have received the Frida Awards because it was so important to her that our community shine, that our that everybody else, the mainstream people, understood about women like Frida and what they did, whether they were in the professional, whether they were business or whether they were political people. And she made sure all of that was done. And with your help, I think it was very successful. But it was her dream that women were recognized and and had equity across the board. Yes, yes. You know, and and, and I I remember when, um, and I think all of you will remember when Detroit uh, the Detroit Institute of Arts had the Diego Rivera and Frida Kahlo in Detroit exhibit in 2015. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, simultaneously, the Michigan Opera Theater presented Frida at the same, uh, you know, in, uh, in the same building at the Detroit Institute of Arts. I think we were all there with Monica. She made right. that possible. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I remember in conversation right after that, she said, you know, because she knew I love Frida and the tenacity and the stronghold that Frida Kahlo represented as a Latina woman. And she said, you know, Larry, we got to keep this going. And so we developed the, um, the Frida Awards, the Spirit of Frida Awards, and we held them annually for five years until, of course, COVID hit. But I just want to mention that um, Saginaw women as well, uh, as Belda and Lydia and Jane, were also um, uh, awarded the Spirit of Frida Award, like Kathleen Chantaka and Mary Hernandez Silvas, Terry Hibbard, and State Representative Vanessa Guerra, they all received the Spirit of Frida Award. And we we all went down to uh, Comerica Park in Detroit, and we had a great event that, you know, represented 
our culture in a big way and it was it was so refreshing and nice and monica always you know she always stayed on the sideline and she allowed me be to be the mc at first i didn't want to but she says no you got you got to do this you know and so i said okay and then at the end she would kind of wrap it up and you know it went over really well and you know that was to honor Latina women throughout the state of Michigan, from Grand Rapids to Kalamazoo, Detroit, Saginaw. And we really got to keep that going because in this yeah. climate of today, we have to make sure that our Latino voices are heard and that we are a stronghold at the table, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to uh, chime on that, that, you know, it's very important to continue some of the commitments that Monica had made, like, you know, to the Spirit of Frida, to Mana, to Lasset, to Sir Metro, to some of the organizations that uh, we continue to have the support uh, from Comerica, you yes, know, on, yes. on these projects that, you know, Monica works so hard, you know, to make sure that they continue doing what they needed to do in the community. Yes, yes, and it's it's so important to continue that And I will make legacy. sure that we start, uh, I'll send a note to the chairman that that needs to continue this year. Right. Somehow we need to have it done. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, one of my last correspondence with Monica was the fact that um, she said, hey, let's let's move the Spirit of Freedom Awards to September. And I, I was thrilled because, as you know. That's um, Hispanic month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but as you know, um, we had it in May all the time. And it was like usually right. the end of May. But I was just always coming off of Cinco de Mayo here in Saginaw, our big celebration. And it, it was a lot to do those two events in one month. So I'm, I was thrilled. That's and I said, yeah. she said, I know you're going to be happy about this. And I, and I was. But so, yeah, we, we do need to continue that. But, you know, I also have another guest on the phone. And uh, he's also somebody that worked very closely with Monica at the Michigan Hispanic Chamber. They both were on the executive board there. And uh, he is the president of Ideal Steel, along with his uh, family. They uh, run the great contribution there in Southwest Detroit that is impacted so many. And I just want to welcome Jesse Venegas to the show. Jesse, are you with us? I am. I am. Thank Thank you you. for letting me join. Thank you. Hi, Jesse. (laughs) Hello. Hey Jesse, it's Okay, I'll let you all say your your, your hellos, but uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> J- Jesse Jesse is a part of the community that also is just uh, you know, all of us. I that's why I asked you all on here because you represent so many of us that are so in shock of the passing of Monica Martinez, and she thought highly of each and every one of you, and I am so glad that we are able to honor her in this way. And Jesse, I just want to ask you, you know. What was it that you, uh, when you heard the news, what did you feel? Oh, I, I you know, I, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, I lost a sister. Yeah. And, uh, it, that's, that's what it, it feels like. I, I mean, uh, I have my sister Lindsay and, and Monica was like another sister. I mean, she, she was like a big sister because she was always pushing me and pulling me and, and getting me to do things and, bringing people with her so it was just um uh a a great we lost a great light in the world and uh and it just uh i I still am still shaking over things like this so it it, my wife and i really uh um we really took it real hard yeah yeah it's just it's just unbelievable because she was that huge impact on all of us and 
I know that uh, the Detroit News uh, or, um, is going to be running uh, something this Sunday, today, and it's, it's just going to be uh, showing the impact, speak volumes of who Monica was in the community. But I'm going to ask you all to stay with me. We're going to go into commercial real quick, and then we'll come back and talk more about the life of Monica L. Martinez. This is Mihinta on Air on WSGW. You're listening to Mijente on Air on WSGW. Welcome back. Welcome back, Mijente. Thank you for being with me this evening, this Sunday evening. And it's kind of a somber show. We are honoring the late Monica L. Martinez, who was very instrumental in our community from Southwest Detroit to also Saginaw to all over the state as well as nationally. With her in her capacity as vice president of uh, community affairs with Comerica Bank, and she held so many titles, uh, some that were extremely long, <laughs> and I always had to include them in 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 Mijente magazine if we talked about Monica um, because that was important to her that she was the perfectionist, but she gave back so much to our community and was always like Jane. Garcia has said that she was always willing to look back and uh, lend a helping hand to anybody else. And my guests today are Jane Garcia, Lydia Gutierrez, as well as Jesse Venegas, all friends in Southwest Detroit who have been impacted uh, by Monica L. Martinez. And I want to continue the show with Jesse. And tell me, Jesse, a little bit about uh, Monica's role with you at the Michigan Hispanic Chamber. Monica had been a long-term board member at Michigan Hispanic Chamber, and then when she was in Texas, she took a little break, and then she came back. But she had always been very active uh, in our events, trying to keep Hispanics at the at the table at not only her company, but at other companies as well. And uh, one of the wonderful things that she actually pushed us to do is our first sustainability summit, as well as she did our first Latina summit. She pushed us to get that rolling. And so she was one of those driving forces where it wasn't just throwing the idea out there, but she would pull everybody with her. She'd figure out a way to find the funding. She'd figure out a way to find, you know, compadres in the process. And she would she would push everybody to make it happen. And, and you'd want to make it happen because she'd make you feel so good about it. Yes. And so we were very lucky. Yes, it, it, she was, it, you know, her professionalism, her drive, it was so contagious. And, and I think we're all better people because of Monica and in dealing with that professionalism, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And, and she was not afraid to have those difficult conversations with people and explain why Hispanics and Latinos needed to be at the table with, with banks and with companies or with organizations. We, we were talking about the... the Frida, uh, um, the Frida uh, Opera, and we're talking about the Diego Rivera Frida exhibit at the DIA. Well, one of the elements, like you said with earlier, was that you wanted to continue it, and that was kind of where she said it. She wasn't just about starting it. She was about driving it to where it's part of our culture and our existence. Well, she pushed the opera and the DIA to find board members to bring it to the table, to bring into, the, into their boards so that they could help identify 
pro, future programming, community engagement, you know, get more people that, so that they understand and create that network of where the, the Hispanics can actually have a seat at the table. And she just didn't say it. She did it. And her and Martina Guzman put a lot of pressure to get uh, I was invited to actually join the Michigan Opera Theater right when Frida came out uh, in 2015. And uh, it was something that I hold dear to my heart that she helped me be involved with it. I've learned a whole lot, but I would also bring her to operas. But she actually helped engage that whole process for me. And she she was an amazing person. Yes, amazing. yes, yes, she was. And, and I know, Lydia, that you were a recipient of those Frida Awards, I think, in 2018. And Jane, uh, you were one of the initial uh, recipients of the awards as well. Can you tell me about that experience in there when we were at Comerica Park with Monica? Oh, I, I think that I think it was very I think when I got the award I thought, Okay, you know, this is just wonderful that this is starting and, and it showed the public, not just the community, not just the Latino community, but the whole community of Detroit that we had something to honor. And I felt very honored and privileged that I was one of the you know, one of the one of the recipients and, and I love the idea that Monica took so much pride in that. That it moved me so to think about that. Uh, and uh, as I said goodbye to her, and I did say goodbye to her last week, I I told her very clearly that we were going to miss her, but that her abuelita was waiting for her, mm-hmm. and that the idea was that if hopefully if we were really good, we would see her again. You know, yeah. I wanted to make sure that that she knew that. I I even joked about it because I wanted to leave it in a happy voice that it said that, you know that that at the end of our lives, we look at our accomplishments and she had accomplished so much in her short life. Yes, And yes. I think that that's very moving that she was loved so much, not only by women, but by men. They loved the strength that she had. They loved the, the personality. She never had a bad word to say about anybody. Uh, and, and if something went wrong, cause I, I'm a colorful person, you know, I would say, Oh, you know, say something that probably wasn't almost appropriate. She would smile. She would <laughs> smile and say, oh. she would say, okay, Jane. And I would say, okay, let me correct it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I try to find as much humor in it because I spent so much time with her. Uh, when she got hurt in Texas, I ran to, I ran from Phoenix to be with her because I didn't want her to be alone during a very tragic time when she broke both her arms and the church who didn't know her, Larry didn't know her. The church sent volunteers and fell in love with her. Yeah, you know, and yeah. that's what I try to remember is that she entered our world and she made it better for everybody. Yes, yes, and, and I, I just want to clarify for my audience there when Jane refers to the accident, um, Monica was on a Segway in in Dallas, <laughs> and the thing stopped all of a sudden. It threw her, and it she hit her face, and she broke both her uh, arms and. She was laid up for a little bit, about six weeks there. But, you know, she pulled through and the tenacity that Monica had, uh, you know, really shined through at that time because, I mean, you know, that that was it was it was a really surprising uh, freak accident almost, if you will. And you got to be careful on those segues. But I want to talk a little bit, too, uh, with uh, Lydia in regard to the Frida Awards and, and what that meant to her, because I know that. And Jane, you can um, agree with me on this. When we selected, because we would have the past recipients on the selection committee to select right. the new recipients, how meticulous Monica was about the process and how we selected. And I mean, it was so 
professional, and yet it you know it wasn't just a fly by night thing. So, Lydia, can you tell me a little bit about you receiving the Frida Award? Well, I'd like to say one of the things that we all knew about Monica is that if she were there, if she had um, you know her hand in it, you knew it was going to be a class act. Yes, you know, and so uh, we, you know, I. Um, you know, was granted the that beautiful honor, and I went down to Comerica Park. Uh, everybody was dressed up. I mean, everybody was just, it was just such a beautiful event, you know. Uh, Larry, I think I remember you had a black tie on and, uh, and a tux. And the so, tux, yeah. I mean, if, 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 if Monica were in the room, you knew that, you know, you had to dress, okay? Um, like I said earlier, she was just an impeccable, you know, dresser, and she just, and she loved fashion. She was a fashionista. She loved to, <laughs> yes, she um, you know, to make sure that wherever she was at, that it was going to be a class act. And so, um, you know, attending that event, uh, being with these other women who were being celebrated, I mean, it was just, um, you know, it was just such an honor and a privilege, you know, to be there and to receive this honor and to know that Monica was really, you know, at the very forefront of ensuring that, you know, women um, of all of all uh, walks of life were being recognized, you know, whether it was in politics or in education, um, whether it was in law. I mean, to her, it didn't matter. She, you know, she just wanted to celebrate um, women. And, and I think that it was really important to know that, that, you know, uh, you know, how she instilled value uh, into like her mentees and ensuring that, that they, you know, felt uh, self-worth, that they knew that, you know, she was going to be behind them, that she was going to push them to be better and to strive for more. And then, like it was, like, like what was said earlier, is, you know, never to, uh, you know, uh, never not to forget where you're, where you're from and yeah. always to, to look back and to bring somebody up with you. And uh, and like I said earlier, you know, just I mean, a champion in every in every aspect. I um, was trying to put together just a, a few things, and I uh, was uh, being being directed back to um, you know to uh, the virtuous woman that we read about um, in the Word, and it says that you know who can who can find a virtuous woman. And I, as I was reading it, I was thinking, oh, my God, that was Monica. She was such a virtuous woman. I mean, she displayed dignity and patience, diligence, generosity. She was courageous. She yes. was wise. She was devoted, committed, loving, you know, respected. Um, just like all of that comprise this one person yes hey, you're not here any longer so it's like okay like like how do you replace that yeah you know what I, mean? I mean to me she's irreplaceable yes yes and i think sometimes because of her vibrancy and her youth her youthfulness you know we may have taken that for granted but i remember one time when monica said you know, tomorrow's not promised. And she said that at an awards when she received the D Business Award. And, and you know, that I'm was... I'm only laughing because, Larry, I'm only laughing because I taught her that. Oh. I taught her that. Tomorrow is not promised, we have. Yeah, God yes. You know, uh, Monica also served on several nonprofit boards in addition to the Michigan Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. She uh, was in leadership positions in Sarah Jobs for Progress, the Metropolitan Affairs Coalition, New Detroit, 
And of course, her Girl her Girl Scouts of the USA National Board Development Committee. Jesse, I want to ask you, what was it like a typical meeting there at the Michigan Hispanic Chamber of Commerce with Monica Martinez? Um, well, um, it always started with a pleasant conversation with everybody, just kind of, you know, what's going on, getting to know each other, breaking the ice. But uh, uh, Monica was there for a reason. She was there to do business. Yes. And uh, so it, we'd get into the business and we'd be throwing ideas around. And the one thing that you would always get, like we keep talking about it, she would throw something out and then somebody would build on that. And it was it infectious. And, and so we would come up with a lot of really wonderful ideas with her kind of, well, have we thought about this? The other element that she really helped us with, too, is that because she's worked in the nonprofit world, the corporate world, the banking world, she was able to provide so many different perspectives of how do we attract sponsors? How do we attract funders? How do we get people to come to this event? How do we make it meaningful to them? So it was a delight. and We were privileged to have her for as long as we did. And um, we, uh, she always brought something to the table. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, and I, I think the last time we kind of all collaborated uh, with her prior to the pandemic was for the Michigan Hispanic Chamber of Commerce's 30th anniversary, mm-hmm. wasn't that? And I think the event was held in December of 2019, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. But yep. We, we, we had meetings, yep. and I know she was on phone yep. calls, and you know she was pushing uh, for me to go into – the archives of Mi Gente in the boxes of pictures that I had from that were filmed, 35 millimeter film that were developed, not uh, digital. But, you know, she said, we, we got to get those pictures. And, and, you know, as I would find pictures of Monica from when, uh, you know, 20 years ago, it was, it was funny because I would text her and I would send them to her and she would say, uh, nonconformant. <laughs> it was the, it was the word she would use when she did not want me to use a picture. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, she had this way about her that just set the bar for all of us. And I know that uh, all of us that are on this phone conversation today on this show, Mi Gente On Air, we have all been affected by this great light. And she was a light because, like I said before, when she walked in the room, you know, I remember when I fir- first met her, it was at the uh, Ford Motor Company, the headquarters down in Dearborn, and she was... Uh, involved in hosting the Hispanic Heritage Month event with Edward James Olmos. And so she was conducting interviews with the Detroit Free Press, I remember, and I was standing in the wings waiting for my opportunity as well to interview her as the spokesperson. And she was just flipping her hair one way and flipping her long blonde hair the next way, and she was looking (laughs) at the reporter with those eyes, you know, and I'm like, wow, what a force to reckon with. And that was Monica Martinez. And and soon after, she, she called me, and, you know, she said, can you do a story on three individual women in Southwest Detroit who are making an incredible impact? And she went on and on about these women. And I said, sure. And, <laughs> and that was the beginning of our friendship. And I thought, man, mm-hmm. how noble of a, a person to call like that on somebody else, not on herself, not on her accomplishments, but on other women that she felt were not getting their, their due justice in terms of their contribution. So... That was the beginning of a long friendship for almost 25 years, and uh, I'm just just so shaken by the idea that she's no longer you know, with us. Mary, it wasn't just Latinos. You know that uh, Latoya, who was her assistant, uh, uh, you know, just 
is devastated because Latoya was handed with Monica, guided her all along the line. Where yes. today she's a director uh, of, of, of a large uh, diversity group. And she says that she is everything she is because somebody loved her like Monica and guided her to be where she's at today. I mean, she actually said that. And, and I said, oh, Mija, I'm, I'm so sad, you know, because she was so torn up. And I told her, I said, that was my that was our baby. She was very, very committed to our community, but not only to our community, but to somebody that worked for her. You know, so and I think that was very important to know that about her, that she was very committed. You know, Gerald Smith uh, sent a beautiful note. Um, Levin Weiss that worked with her at Chrysler to committees. I mean, I got a lot of. A lot, a lot of uh, Texas from African-American community. Linda Forte is beyond, is beside herself. Oh, yes. You know, she couldn't even talk. So, you know, that's the come I said. She didn't just touch our community. She touched a lot of communities. And because of that, I, I am so mm-hmm. grateful that she came along in our lives. Yeah, you know, you know and, she, uh, and she wasn't somebody that, you know, tooted her own horn by any means. She was very humble. She was very quiet. You know, she was like yes, in the was. background, you know, and you, you're, you know, it's amazing, you know, now because we've lost her, we're, we're realizing in, in this last week what we what we actually lost and it's it's, oh, yeah. it's hitting that us all so yeah yeah because yeah. she just it's so great that people have great memories of her that they're discussing it it's one way of grieving larry and uh, i thank you for the opportunity because it is one way of grieving is to remember all the wonderful things that she did just not for our community but a lot of communities yes yes and i and i i want to mention you know that um southwest detroit where Monica was actually born and raised initially mm-hmm. um, has benefited through the years as well. And Jesse, Lydia, what what would you say uh, was, uh, you know, the greatest impact that she may have had on the community? Oh, there were, I, I mean, I just, for me, it was, uh, you know, it's not any one thing, you know, um, it, it was just it was just a, a tremendous love and a devotion to her community that you know was just was, was grand and huge and it's yeah it's just it's hard to put your arms around just one thing but to know that that you know this person lived a life of service yes. you know and, and of service to others not really you know looking at herself but just wherever she went, making life and, you know, making it better. And like you said, you know, standing in the background um, was not unusual for her. She didn't need the limelight, you know, she got, a, she got quite a bit of it and she, and, and well-deserved, right? Yes, because yes. Of all, the things, all the wonderful things that she, and, and how beautiful is that, that we were able to also acknowledge and recognize her as being the type of person that she is, because she's not here any longer. You know, oftentimes we live our life and we never tell somebody, you know, how wonderful they are or, um, you know, or, or to love them. And I think especially now, you know, during this time, during COVID and everything that everybody's going through, I mean, we've got to get back to the point where we can just hug each other and tell each other that we love each other. And, you know, and it's so difficult as Latinos and especially Latinas, you know, not to see a good friend and to give a hug and to say, hey, you know what, I miss mm-hmm. you, man. I just miss you. And I, I you know, uh, I've missed her because of COVID, you know, and um, and. So, like I said, you know, it's it's not any one thing, but it was just a a collection of beautiful 
things and events and sponsorships and um, that, that, you know, that, that was part of who she was. I think if, you know, if you were to ask Monica to bleed, she would bleed, you know, um, love and commitment and devotion to her community and to all those that knew her. I mean, it didn't matter if you were in her circle, you were going to, you were going to benefit one way or another. Yes. Um, what, 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 what a beautiful legacy she's left. And um, and that we have to, you know, we have to strive for and we and, you know, she has to be remembered, you know. Yes. So, yes. Jesse, what would you say? I, I'm on the same wavelength that she gave voices and visibility to our entire community. And it wasn't just that, you know, oh, we do this or that. It's we can be business people. We can be educators. We can run successful nonprofits. We can businesses or, or restaurants or it was it was amazing. She was. She was like the conductor, but instead of in front of the band, she was behind the band, letting everybody hear the band, and she was pulling all the strings, wow. watching everything go. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a, what a, what a, you said it great there, because I, I didn't think of it that way, but that's exactly how she was. She never was boastful. She never, she didn't even have a Facebook account, you know? And, <laughs> and, and Monica received so many awards, you know? She received national awards. And so it's really, um, a, a good virtue, you know, like you said, a virtuous woman mm-hmm. that, you know, she set that bar. She, she kind of knew what was important in life. And, uh, that part of it was, you know, to make sure that, um, she was affecting people that she was affecting them in a good way to help them to, to succeed. And, you know, that's really going to be her legacy, I think. And we're all going to remember that in, as, as we go on and we live our lives, you know, for whatever time we have on this earth, we know that um, Monica is going to be in the background of our minds as well as in our hearts, uh, thinking about you know what would Monica have done, <laughs> you yeah. know. So I I want to really thank you all for being on this show today. I know that we were trying to get Lindsay Venegas as well uh, on the air, but, um, we're running out of time here and I want to give just wrap up and just thank you all for being a friend to Monica. I know it was very easy for each of us and we have to get together, you know, all of us in some type of event where, you know, we can just relax, have drinks after all this COVID stuff and, and, you know, just remember our friend and know that she is there Mm -hmm. in spirit with all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, Larry, Larry, it was a true honor to um, to be on uh, the station and to be with um, you know the likes of Jesse and Belda and, and um, Jane and Jane and and I just you know again uh, as Jen, Jane mentioned is just a way you know we haven't been able to really um, say much or you know be together. But uh, this is just a way for us to have some kind of, of closure. And so I, I, I you know, want to thank you for having this and having us come together. And I want to thank your audience today, too, for um, for being a part of this very uh, important, very special um, you know, event today. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. So thank you, Jane Garcia. Thank you, Jesse Venegas, Lydia Gutierrez, for being with us on Mi Gente On Air. And I'm going to wrap up by just saying, you know, that Monica, like I said, she was my mentor too, the one who set the bar in professionalism in the corporate world. Yet, you know, we could laugh for hours about the memories we had at so many different events. She was Mi Gente Magazine's biggest cheerleader, and she pushed me through the years for over 20 years that I had known her, and I will be forever grateful 
for her friendship. You know, at the ceremony for D Business Awards at the Detroit Gems Theater, I remember Monica saying, when we sit and think about it and take inventory about the most important things in our lives, what matters most is the lives that we touch and the rippling effect that we have had on others. I was so proud of her because she got it. She understood that helping others was her life's mojo, and she did this with such ease. It would behoove us all to strive for excellence like our dear friend Monica, and I can think of no better way to honor her than to continue her work in supporting our Latino community as well as just being good stewards in our humanity in this world as we go on. She was a woman of grace, character, and intelligence, and we were all better for knowing Monica L. Martinez. Thank you for being with me again on Mi Gente On Air. I will see you next week, and we will continue to celebrate Latino contributions, concerns, and culture. Hasta luego, everyone. Adios. Bye-bye. Watch out. <laughs> Bye, guys.